Hello, my beautiful people. Welcome back to another episode of the Healed and Healthy Podcast. Y'all, I'm not going to lie, 2020 has been a year. Y'all, it is barely the first week of April, and 2020 has been a year. I know that the general consensus is holy guac, you know? There's just a lot going on in the world right now, and there's a lot of low vibe-ish. You know what I mean? Like, general negativity, a lot of hopelessness, a lot of increased lonely feelings. At least that's what I'm seeing in this world. So, as a light worker, as someone who really focuses on being that light to shine for others. I feel like it is my duty to share with you some tools that I've been using to help raise my vibe and to be, you know, more positive and more at peace with what's going on. So I'm your girl Liz and let's dive on in. I just realized I might not have introduced myself in this uh, episode intro. But for those of you who don't know me, my name is Liz, and I'm so happy that you are here to join me and hang out on this lovely day. My friends, I really just want this podcast episode to be about tools that I'm using right here, right now, every single day to get me through this very interesting point in human history. And I want to break those tools down into steps that you can use. I'm going to talk to you today about three of probably my most favorite tools. These are tools that I'm utilizing legitimately every day in one way or another. And I'm really only focusing on these three in my personal practices because I know that For me, they're the three most effective. They take minimal effort and brain power because, y'all, let's be real. Sometimes at the end of the workday, we're fried. And being an essential worker, working in mental health, while all of this is going on, at least right now, seems extra frying on top of just the general stuff happening on top of regular life happening, right? So I'm going to break these three things down for you. We're going to do a fun little practice of each of the three. And then I'm going to send y'all off in a direction of where you can, you know, find these tools to use. And I really just want to give you access to high vibe material and some high vibe light and some other light workers that you can go and get your little daily dose of awesomeness from. So the first tool that I have been utilizing every single day, I don't know if you guys can hear me, but I literally pounded every single day out on my desk because for real, I have been meditating every single day. Meditation, I I know when I started meditating, I was <laughs> I was in high school and meditation was always sort of cast as this 
big, daunting, you need a lot of time, you have to completely shut your brain out and, you know, shut everything off and only focus on this. And, you know, it's just really hard. I was always being presented to that meditation was hard. It was a practice and it took years to master and be a master meditator. I'm here to tell y'all that's not true. Number one, meditation is probably one of the single quickest ways I have found to raise my vibe, to come back to into myself, especially when I'm feeling very stressed, overwhelmed, you know, those low vibe feelings when I'm sad, when I start to like project a lot of things in the world, I can stop for five or 10 minutes, do a meditation and feel like myself again. That in itself is such a powerful feeling when you have control over your internal state. When you are feeling your emotions and your emotions aren't running you. And meditation is a really great way to just reconnect with yourself, feel those feelings, and then let them go. Now, I know I can hear the questions. Where do I start meditating? How do I learn to meditate? What do I think about? What do I do? So if you're one of those people who want someone to tell you what to go do, the, you know, the whole five, 10 minute meditation, there are a couple of resources at your disposal. First off, you can hit up my girl, Melissa Impet on Instagram, or you can go to your web browser and check out her website, beautifullybuilt.life. And she created a meditation station for quick real life meditations. She guides you through the whole thing. There's a lot of, you know, attention to your breath in this. And it's wonderful. She has so many options. And I just want to do a fun little plug for her because I took Melissa's mastermind course, which round four is launching soon. If you want to get in on that, y'all should definitely just jump over on Instagram and search Melissa Impet. And Y'all will find her. She's a dose of sunshine. You will adore her. So her and her website is one choice for getting some meditation guidance. I mean, y'all, the meditation station is lit. I've done a couple of them through there when I'm really stuck and just need some a, a quick reset. And then the other option that I utilize, especially for longer meditations, is YouTube. You guys have no idea the amount of awesome free things on the internet that you have access to. Instead of watching gamers, you know, play, I don't know what people play, playing Star Wars Battlefront or, you know, Call of Duty, whatever people play on the internet, I don't know, very genuinely. Or, you know, instead of watching makeup tutorials, take five minutes, find a short five-minute guided meditation on YouTube, find somewhere comfortable where you won't be disturbed, take a couple calming deep breaths, hit play, and get started. Now, believe me, y'all, it feels weird. The first time you sit down to meditate, 
It's going to feel weird. All sorts of judgmental thoughts are going to pop into your head. And that's that little voice of fear saying, this is new. This is scary. What are people going to think of you? This is dumb. Why are you bothering to do this? Acknowledge the voice. Say, thank you for keeping me small. Thank you for keeping me safe. Thank you for your opinion. But I'm not going to listen to it right now. And then sit with yourself. And, you know, let those emotions be felt. I know when I started meditating, I was more concerned about the stigma of meditating in a public place. Like taking, I kid you not, taking five minutes in my car, you know, and sitting with myself and taking a few deep breaths, feeling all of the emotions that I have felt throughout the day, acknowledging those emotions, acknowledging that they're hard, and then releasing them and just letting them go instead of holding on to them. Where, you know, when you hold on to emotions, you can brew resentment and a lot of other like physical pain and discomfort. So those five minutes where I was sitting in my car, eyes closed, meditating, believe it or not, that little voice in the back of my head wasn't saying, oh my gosh, this is stupid. That little voice was telling me, Liz, people are staring at you. Everyone's going to think you're weird. No one's going to want to be your friend if you're the weirdo sitting in your car in the parking lot, taking deep breaths, like, go home, leave, what are you doing? It took a long time for me to be able to hear that little small voice and say, thank you, I appreciate your concern, but I need to meditate for me right now and I need to do this so I don't carry things home. Now, this is the fun part, you guys. I am going to set up some music in the background, and we're just going to do a quick little meditation moment so you can get a glimpse of what my routine looks like. That was literally a three-minute version of the meditation style that I do. And again, it doesn't have to be a long, drawn-out thing. You don't have to sit still for an hour and meditate. This is what I just brought you through is something that I typically do at the end of my day, just for a few minutes, to calm, refocus, and recenter myself before I do things like record podcast episodes, create content for my clients, or go out into, you know, the world. These are things that you can do as a quick adjustment and bring yourself back to center. Now that I've walked you through my meditation, I encourage you to give it a shot for yourself. Start with guided meditations on YouTube or hit up my girl, Melissa Ampet's meditation station on her website because y'all, it's fire. Now that I've brought you through meditation, here is the second tool that I am utilizing in some way, shape, or form every single day. And I know that this doesn't feel like it's something for everyone. You will be amazed at what kind of release and relief this practice brings. And it is a very simple practice of journaling. I know that journaling has come a long way 
I always associated journaling with that stigma of like having a diary where you pour your deepest, darkest desires. And, you know, it becomes a thing where you don't want people to read it. And then it becomes fear about what happens if someone finds this, if someone reads my innermost thoughts, will it destroy my life or what have you? I'm here to tell you that journaling, while it can be a place you store your deepest, darkest secrets and thoughts, it's also a really great way to release what's going on in your head and in your body onto paper because it validates what you're feeling. At least in my, you know, that's how I feel. I always feel so much validated when I'm able to write down my experiences and what's going on. Especially during this time, I think it's incredibly important and incredibly valuable to be spending time documenting our experiences. I am in no way going to compare what's going on in the world right now in this moment to what was happening in Nazi Germany. Don't get me wrong. But how different would our understanding be if there weren't people keeping journals? If there weren't people documenting what their day looked like, if there weren't people interested in getting those thoughts, those feelings, those emotions, those worries written down on paper, not only did it validate their experience, but it gave those of us who study history a glimpse into what life was like at that time. Granted, I'm hoping that no one... (laughs) No one in 40 or 50 years is asking for my journals to get an accurate depiction of what life was like during 2020. But if it comes to that, so be it. I will happily share. Journaling does not need to be, oh my gosh, in sixth grade, I kissed Billy Bob Thornton. Or I don't even, what is going on, (laughs) y'all? Oh my, I hope that that made y'all chuckle. I don't even know where that came from. But it doesn't have to be writing down, you know, like your innermost secrets and desires. And it can just be a simple, you know, today I felt really overwhelmed when my husband asked me what was for dinner. I, you know, saw four more people wearing masks who up until very recently, thought that wearing a mask was stupid in public. Something that happened today was that I found a hornet in, you know, my back room. So we must have an early spring if hornets are already out. Journaling can be something as simple as that. Just a way to express your day, express what you're feeling. Typically, I always go through... How was today? How did today feel for you? What were some emotions that came up while you were at work? And, you know, what did that feel like in your body? I'm a big person on writing down how my body feels. Like right now, as I'm recording this podcast episode, my arms, my heart, and, you know, like my upper body feels you know, full of energy, full of passion, full of momentum. I'm moving around, you know, I'm talking, I'm speaking from my heart, but my feet and my legs, I can tell you I'm clenching those muscles 
because for some reason, the lower part of my body is where I hold on to a lot of anxiety. So I'm clenching my legs right now and all of the muscles in my lower body because recording a podcast episode, for whatever reason, as silly as it may be, generates a little bit of anxiety in me. Those would be things that I would write in my journal. You know, today, something happened and I'm really feeling a lot of tension in, you know, my neck. And I'm feeling a lot of resistance in my legs. I don't want to get up and I don't want to move around. Things like that are so important to document. Number one, I find it helpful to document those things so that way when you go to annual appointments, you know, for your primary care or for whatever physician you're seeing, you can be like, you know, this is really tense. This is tight. This is what's going on. This is what I'm feeling. But then it's also really helpful to validate what you're feeling. Like some people might not feel like it was entirely appropriate that they cried because they saw a cat on the side of the road and all it was doing was walking around freely. Full disclosure, I did that earlier this week. I was driving to work and I saw one of, you know, like the outdoor cats just walking around the field, not a care in the world, roaming freely. And it brought me to tears. And I was so upset because that cat has no idea what's going on in the world. And yes, while it is living in a sort of ignorant bliss, it doesn't need to worry about this. But I started crying because later when I got home and did my journaling, I had that moment of, I started crying because I envied that cat's ability to go through its day unbothered by the circumstances around it in the human world. That is what I envied, and that's why I started crying. It's really easy to brush those things off and go, ugh, I don't know. Ugh, this just feels weird. Ugh. I don't know why I'm crying. I don't know why this bothered me. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Sitting down and taking the time to journal and release those feelings is so helpful for processing because you might uncover some things that, you know, you never realized bother you. Like, I never would have connected that the reason I started crying when I saw a cat walking through a field was because I envy its freedom right now. In a world where we're not going out to see our friends, in a world where we're not sitting at the bar to have a drink, in a world where we are very much at this moment physically isolated from one another, I never would have connected those dots had I not taken the time to sit down and journal. If you feel stuck about what to write, when to write, or that little tiny voice says, this is stupid, oh my goodness, why do you even bother? Give that voice its respect. Tell it thank you. And just push through those uncomfortable feelings, you guys, and write it down. If you don't want to keep a journal because you don't want people reading it, it is absolutely 110% okay to write down what you're feeling and what your experience is And if it's really negative and it's really personal, 
I absolutely love, don't do this right now because most states are in a burn ban, but I love taking it out to my fire pit and lighting it on fire. Especially when it's filled with negative, low vibe, limiting beliefs. I love lighting it on fire to release them. Or tear it up. Throw it in the trash can. I promise you it does not need to stay in your house or your apartment or your bedroom if you don't want it to stay there. But just getting it out on paper, validating what you're feeling, validating your experience, and then releasing all of those things. So that way it can free up some emotional real estate in your body, in your heart, in your soul to allow new, more high-vibe feelings in. I have some fun journal prompts if you want. I'm not going to go through and read them all now, but if you want them, uh, send me a message on Facebook or Instagram because your girl got you. Now, guys, the third and final one that I'm going to talk to you about is going to be a reason y'all are going to roll your eyes at me. I can hear, I can see the eye roll happening. The third and potentially my favorite activity that I've been doing to remain high vibe and my favorite tool in my toolbox right now is physical activity. Insert eye roll. Y'all, I hear you. The gym is closed. We're not supposed to be going to parks where we can do pull-ups from the monkey bars. Generally, we're staying inside or we're going for a walk around our block or if you live, you know, in a rural area like me, you're walking through the woods. But moving your body creates endorphins. And when you're creating endorphins, you are actively improving your mood You are actively improving your digestion. You are actively improving so many parts of your life in such a short amount of time. And again, it doesn't need to be an hour-long home workout. It could be a 10-minute walk up the road. It could be, like, shout out to my girl Sam. She's doing 100 squats every night before bed. It could be something as simple as that. But physical activity, keeping your body moving. It's one of those things where I find great therapy and great release and great silence of my mind when I'm working out because I can pour all of the negativity. I can pour all of the emotion, all of, you know, like my mental abilities into completing a workout, into the music I'm listening to. And I can process my day. I can process what my body is feeling. And I can also take pride in what I'm doing. But again, it doesn't need to be a big crazy workout. It could be a 10-minute stretching video on, you know, yoke on on YouTube. <laughs> Y'all, this is like what I'm talking about. I am so hyper focused and I'm so fired up about giving you these tools. I legitimately cannot read my own notes right now. And you know what? That's okay. Physical activity. Physical activity. You guys, I'm not going to lie. The first two weeks, well, not two weeks, the first week and a half when the state of Vermont was on a stay home order and all the gyms closed, 
I felt very isolated and I did not work out at all. At all. Unless I was with a client or walking to my mailbox, I did nothing to move my body. And it really started to affect my vibe. Even my husband was like, you need to get out of this house. Go for a walk. Walk to the edge of the field and back. But you need to get out of this house and you need to go for a walk. And he point blank told me it would make me feel better and it would probably improve my mood a lot. So very reluctantly, put my boots on. I put a coat on. I grabbed my headphones. And when I set out, my goal was to only walk to the edge of the field by my house and walk back. By the time I got to the middle part of the field where there's a knoll and you can stand on top of it and see everything for miles and miles around, by the time I got up there and got to, you know, listen to a couple songs on my playlist for the gym and just experience the beauty that is spring starting to really bloom in Vermont, I was so in awe and so taken aback by the beauty that I saw. And I could feel myself raising my vibe. I could feel myself becoming lighter. I could feel myself becoming happier. And what started as what would have been a 10-minute round-trip walk turned into an hour's worth of adventure, climbing over, you know, sections of our clear cut and down to my mother-in-law's headstone and getting to sit with her and just sort of experience spring in its very early stages was so relaxing and so energizing at the same time. I implore you to move your body in one way or another. If you love to dance, great. Blast some baller music, pretend you're at the club, and go for it, girl. If, you know, you're more of a yoga person, great. I could recommend dozens of yoga videos on YouTube that you will adore. Everything from opening up your hips and your back and a really nice lower body stretch to full-on hour flows. And if you're looking to try something, (laughs) excuse me, you guys, oh my. If you're looking to try something new, great. I can get you the name of a friend who teaches booty yoga. You want to try that? Let's go for it. Let me get you her name. I don't care how you move your body, but moving your body is so important and it is so good for you and your body will thank you for it. Guys, I really cannot stress this enough. And as always, if you're feeling stuck and you don't know what to do, reach out. I am doing an at-home fit camp I'm coming up with crazy routines that you can do at home with no equipment. And I promise you it'll be one of the best workouts of your life. So, 
I feel like I just dumped a lot of knowledge on y'all. Let's all just take like a quick collective breath. And guys, like I just take a breath. I cannot stress that enough. Slow down. And enjoy the world around you. Yes, while a lot of our social life is put on hold, it is not an excuse to put our life on hold. You can still live your life and feel fulfilled while grappling with the challenging emotions of being safe at home. I'm not going to use the word S-T-U-C-K. We are not S-T-U-C-K at home. We are safe at home. So while you might be feeling a little stir crazy and the cabin fever might be setting in, you can still live your life. You can still ground yourself. You can still write about your experience. You can still move your body. Just remember to do it all with grace and remember that you have to take it day by day, hour by hour, minute by minute. If you're driving, please don't close your eyes. If you're not driving, sit up nice and tall, bring your shoulder blades up to your ears, push them all the way back and drop them down so you have a really nice posture here. Now close your eyes and take a deep breath in. Inhale for five counts. Two, three, four, five. Hold it. Feel all this wonderful energy around you. Feel the energy that's created by holding on to your breath. Now let it out slowly for a count of five. One more big deep breath. Hold it. Feel all of the love and light in this world. Feel that it's coming to you when you inhale. Now exhale slowly. Give yourself time. It's okay to feel overwhelmed. It's okay to feel like everything around you is in chaos. The world is in chaos right now. Take a moment and actively choose to be at peace with what is happening. Take a moment to actively choose that you are going to be okay. As I'm saying these things, let those emotions that might be bubbling up come in. Feel them. Maybe you notice that you feel them in your heart, in your stomach, in your legs. When you feel that emotion, acknowledge it. Acknowledge why you're feeling that emotion. 
and really focus your breath on pushing that emotion out once you feel it and releasing it, letting it go so it doesn't stay and fester. Continue with your nice deep breaths. Just take a moment and be in awe of the stillness that you can create while everything else is up in arms and running around and constantly nonstop. Take a moment and appreciate this short break that you have just taken to create stillness and calm in your body.